What is going on, my people? Welcome to episode two of the Devin After Dark podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Devin. But before we get started, let's listen to that intro. Pull up in motor cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Yo, hold up, hold up. I gotta cut this. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for the initial support of my first episode of Devin After Dark. It means the world to me. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Now back to it. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took control of things. Balling the solo way. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. All right, guys. So if you don't already, uh, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My at name is DevJ Martin, D-E-V-J Martin. Thank you so much in advance. That's where most of my uh, content previews will come from, my daily life, and um, some announcements. So without further ado, let's get episode two going. Um, I do want to piggyback on what I said earlier when I abruptly uh, interrupted my intro song. Well, not my intro song, but... uh, the song that I chose for my intro. <laughs> Let's see how long this lasts with my intro song. Guys, what's the over-under on how many episodes I could do with this song before it gets copyrighted? What is the over-under on this song before it gets copyrighted? But uh, back to what I was saying, piggybacking on uh, my abrupt intro. I want to say thank you all so much for the initial response of the first episode of Devin After Dark. I had no idea that this would become what it is right now, even though the feedback was short and um, I'm not like crazy killing it, but I definitely exceeded all of my expectations of what I was going to do. And that's what it's all about is delivering this for you guys. Like I said before, this is not only for me. This is for all of you as well. So thank you all so much for listening. If you guys could please uh, give me some feedback on what you liked about the first episode, maybe what you didn't like, and as well as uh, any content going forward that you want to hear, any topics, please send suggestions via DM, text message, any way of communication. We all know how to communicate, right? Exactly. Well, maybe some of us don't. So that's going to be my first topic. Communication. Communication is something that is kind of uh, hard to talk about sometimes. It's a display, well, a agreement between two people to talk about something together, right? So whether it be um, a life story, anything like that, you talk about, oh shit, DeAndre Hopkins going in. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm watching Sunday Night Football, and I'm recording off the dome once again. Off the dome once again. So low. So low. For now. (laughs) But um, like I was saying, communication, it's it's a very important topic. It's something that uh, is kind of uh, overshadowed sometimes. Um, A lot of people think that they don't have to communicate with people to uh, get where they need to be, but I strongly disagree. I think the most important thing that you could do is communicate. 
and I've fallen victim to a lot of uh, lack of communication throughout my uh, my years of living. And um, sometimes I feel like it's best to be silent, but I've I've realized that there's nothing better than voicing things for yourself for all the right reasons. You know, like I said in the last episode, you got you got to do everything for the right reasons, right? So communication. I want to start by saying, listen to the people around you, but don't listen to them. You know what I'm saying? So, so feel what they're trying to tell you and react to it in your own way. How do you want to react to people? How do you get your point across? How do you create better relationships with others? So I'm going to start off with creating relationships with others. First thing that you need to know is you need to listen. If you want to form any type of relationship with anybody, you have to listen to what they're saying first. You have to realize um, their circumstances. You have to realize their point of view. You have to listen first, guys. So listen to what people are saying, and that's how you react, okay? Now... After you listen, you have to analyze. Analyze what is being said. Analyze how you are going to respond. That's important. Analyze how you're going to respond. A lot of people don't think before they speak. So analyze before you respond. And number three, conclusion. (laughs) you're like what the fuck conclusion what is the end result of this communication that you guys are having are you guys going to continue to communicate or is this going to be one of those one and done communication scenarios so let me recap listen analyze conclude listen to what the other person is saying analyze what they are saying and how you are going to respond and conclude finish off the conversation and uh that's all i got for you guys on communication i know you probably will respect it more but it's that simple communication is simple just listen analyze talk feel it let all bullshit aside and just just talk there's nothing better than just speaking with somebody It may be hard at first to initially get the conversation started, but once you start going, you're like, damn, I really thought that it was this hard to communicate with somebody else. So guys, listen, analyze, conclude. All right, I'm going to jump right into current events. Um, I don't really have many points of emphasis to talk about today. Um... I do want to recap on my full week of the release of episode one real quick. Um, So, like I said before, I am in awe of all of the support I've gotten off the first episode of Devin After Dark. And as much positivity that was shown during the week, I've also came with some, it also came with some negative effects. 
So anytime there's a positive reaction, there's a negative reaction. For all of you guys that are into science and um, paid attention in chemistry class, <laughs> there is a negative reaction for every positive reaction. So I received a lot of positive reaction in regards to myself taking that step into starting my own podcast. But there was a negative reaction um, in certain aspects of my life. I don't want to get into it because it's a little personal. Um, I don't want to name drop or anything like that. But I just want to say I had a, I had a tough end of the week. And that's why I'm so appreciative of the feedback that I've gotten off the Devin After Dark podcast episode one. Because I'm not taking it for granted. And I want to thank all of you for that once again. And I want to thank this negative situation for helping me realize that the people around me that love me and support me are the most important part of who I am. So I don't want to forget that. But um, like I said, there's a negative reaction to every positive reaction and um. I definitely received some uh, some negative shit, but I prevailed. So I'm going to start off with um, my weekend. Um, I want to briefly hit on the discussion of my lovely brother. He came home for the weekend. I was so happy to see him. We, we hung out. We did a couple different things. Initially, I, I wanted to have him on this podcast episode too, but we got so caught up in just catching up and hanging out. That we never really had the downtime to actually focus on this podcast. So I'm doing this episode two so low. So low in the spirits of my own brother, David. I love you, bro. So um, I'm going to start off with Friday. Um, I had a short day at the office at uh, work. And uh, I was feeling sick that whole day, man. Um, I don't know what got into me, but I kind of like I came under the weather and... It was a it was a bad time for that to happen because I had some plans and uh, I want to apologize to anybody that was involved in those plans and I want to say sorry for um, for not feeling well but uh, things will happen down the line okay so Friday it was just a chill day um, I laid low me and my brother we caught up a little bit and uh, hung out. Um, I ended up going down to IKEA with my uh with my mom and my stepdad that day with my brother and uh we had to go pick out some new furniture and like some uh desks and uh a bed for my brother and stuff like that for our new home and um me and my brother we and we had a great time in IKEA man we should have we should have recorded some more shit but if anybody saw our stories on uh Instagram of what we were up to I mean it was basically like if anybody's been to Ikea you realize how overwhelming it is it's like a plethora of different houses in one building so it's it's crazy I I still don't understand the concept of it but basically you go into this store you pick out the furniture you like it's all on display they have different rooms couches kitchen sets um Desk, couches, bedrooms, etc. Whole household stuff. And then at the you you write down what you want. And at the end you're like all of a sudden in this warehouse and you pick out what you wrote down and you basically take it home with you, right? <laughs> um 
so yeah, we're having some fun in the IKEA store, man. We were recording some videos and just just having fun with it. And um, I put this bit up of myself just acting like I was asleep in one of these bedrooms and waking up like, oh shit, I'm spending way too much time in IKEA. <laughs> I thought it was funny because it's true. I mean, when you go to these places, you're spending like two hours. Like I spent two hours in this place. It's crazy. And um, I ended up only buying one thing, which is a a light, a light. I, I saw this LED light. It's like a work light. It's like an overshadowing uh, study light type thing. And I bought it because uh, I wanted to use it for when I record this podcast. So it's currently it's currently on, guys. The spotlight's on me right now as I record on this mic, and it's making me feel. Kind of like a, like a superstar. <laughs> not really, not really. But you get the point. I ended up, all this time I spent in Ikea, I bought one light for $19. One light. <laughs> but there is a story I wanted to share. So as I was checking out of um, Ikea, I was purchasing my light. There was a lady behind me, a middle-aged woman. And she... She wouldn't stop like getting in my personal space. Like, if you're ever in line in a store or whatever, and there's somebody behind you, and they're like, they're putting the um, on the on the what's it called when you're when you're at the register and you got like you're at the grocery store, they put that little um that stick in between your items. So she like reaches over, damn near like hits my shoulder, grabs it and puts it down, and she says something to me like. Uh, yeah, we need to separate our stuff or something like that. And I'm like, what? Like, okay. I was like, all right. And she's just like hovering over me this whole time. She's so impatient. And it just, it just sparked this reaction inside of me that I was just like, wow, this lady is tripping. Like, I got to say something. So I, as I'm biting my tongue and I'm, I start to, I, I'm next in line. I bring up my stuff. She's still hovering over me. Like, she's like, it's like damn near like she's looking at my, me, like typing my pen on my uh on the on the keypad as I'm purchasing my my light and, and I just kind of look over and I'm like damn like I shrug it off right and then at the end um I I'm putting my light in the bag or whatever and I forgot what she said to me but she like said like I, I saw like one of her items like come down and I thought it was uh my stepdad's item because he he came in before me and she's and I was like oh is this yours and she's like yells like no that's mine and it was just it just hit me the wrong way i'm like damn like this lady's like really tripping so i just started over analyzing the situation as i always do when i come into like situations like this and i'm i kind of got upset and i'm like okay lady like so i I tried to i tried to negate the situation by just saying oh okay and i and i and as i walked away i told her to have a nice day right i told her say hey have a nice day she didn't say anything back to me I don't know if she didn't hear me or she was purposely being extra and didn't want to respond. So I, I kind of got a little frustrated and I was like, oh, okay, lady, like whatever. And, you know, said a couple things under my breath, right? Nothing happened after that. But as I was walking out, my brother's next to me and he gave me this look that uh, really uh, made me realize that I was overreacting in the situation, Okay. He looked at me like, dude, come on, you can't react like that. 
and it, it hit me like, I really can't be doing little shit like that, you know? Like, regardless of this lady and me feeling disrespected in that circumstance, um, there's no reason for me to say anything under my breath or take any type of um, offense to what happened. So as he gave me this look, I started to realize, like, I have trouble in situations like this. This is where I need to start putting my ego aside, and I think that this is a good time to um, kind of share this story and let you guys know when it's time to put your ego aside. So putting your ego aside, it may hurt a little bit. It's hard. It's rough. You're going to go through different phases of struggling with disappointment, honestly. Um you're going to feel like less of a man or woman at times. But it's for the best, guys. You have to let go of your ego in certain situations. That's the only way that we are going to be able to progress as people is if we all let go of our egos. Ego plays a big role in um, a lot of the troubles that go around in the world. You know, It could be from circumstance of growing up, um, any type of events. You guys know. You, you know where the ego stems from. But like I was saying, um, I really took time to evaluate the situation. And I realized, like, I got to chill out. You know, sometimes these these situations, they become bigger than they are. And that's because your ego is intact. And my ego was definitely intact. And I just felt like I wanted this lady to respect me so bad. Like, me standing there and... I'm, I don't know what her circumstance is. Like, you got to put yourself in her shoes, too. And I'm just, I'm frustrated. And at the end of the day, there's no reason to be stressing about others and what they're doing. You just have to adjust in your own personal life, like your own mental in those situations, okay? Um, so what I did is I just walked away and I, and I thought about it. I was like, I'm going to talk about this on episode two of the podcast. But I didn't, I didn't really briefly, I didn't really say that I was going to go into details and talk about putting my ego aside on this podcast. So, thank you guys for listening to that. Also, after we went to Ikea, we went to a Mexican restaurant. It's called a Mexican Fiesta. Great place. Out in Canton, okay? Canton, Michigan. Man, I ordered this, uh, this three-piece combo. It was, um taco enchilada and a burrito with a side of rice and beans um that was so good i demolished it in about three minutes chugged it down with a modelo especial so you know when in rome i had to grab that modelo especial i haven't had a modelo since i was in vegas for my 21st (laughs) but yeah just to kind of recap the night, you know, I had that food and it was great. And, uh, that's about it. I mean, I just kicked it for the rest of the night, Friday, um, Saturday. Um, it was kind of a chill day. Honestly, I don't even remember what I really did Saturday. Okay. Yeah. There I got it. Okay. So woke up, um, did my little cardio run slash walk in the morning. And then uh, my brother and I, we went out to Great Lakes to partake in some uh, 
wallet uh, robbery. <laughs> that sounded so stupid. Why did I say that? We partaked in uh, spending our money on shit that we don't need, basically. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I really wanted to do something. Uh, I haven't gone to the mall in a little while, and I wanted to go to the Nike store and get some new stuff. Okay, so there's that. I went to the mall on Saturday. Bought some new kicks. I haven't bought new kicks in months. I haven't bought new kicks in months. And, um, yeah, after that, my brother had to split, and um, he had to do his thing. And then uh, I just came home, chilled for a little bit. I ate, and then I went and worked out. Um, had to get my workout in. I haven't really talked much about fitness on this. Um, but, yeah, I got my workout in on Saturday. I had a great workout. I haven't lifted weights um, in probably like three days at this point. Um, I was just doing my cardio, my running, my walking, and I felt great. And uh, I ended up having a really good, uh, solid chest and tricep workout. Not that that matters, but I'm just recapping my weekend. So, yeah, I had a good workout. And then um, I wanted to partake in some festivities of uh, watching UFC 229. So um, I went to my buddy's house, uh, well, my my buddy's girlfriend's house, and uh, you know who you are if you're listening. Um, and uh, we watched the fight, and uh, a lot of our friends were over there, mutual friends and everything, and we were hanging out, we were watching the fight. So I want to give my uh, my two cents on the UFC 229 pay-per-view real quick from what I picked up. Um, wow, I'm going to start with the undercard. Um, I didn't really pay attention to the first fight, but um, second fight, the Derek Lewis-Volkov fight. Wow, Derek Lewis is a dog. The fact that he overcame that adversity of being so gassed in that uh, was that fourth round that he won. Um, you could just tell that he was he was loose in the legs. He was starting to give out, and then he hit Volkov with that with that haymaker, and it was over, man. He got on top of him, hit him, hit him like four or five times, and he knocked him out. And uh, great fight, Derek Lewis. Congrats. Um, that post fight interview. Amazing. This dude <laughs> this dude took off his fighting shorts, so he, he stripped bare boxers and uh he started talking to Joe Rogan in the post fight interview. And uh dude, this man is funny as hell, man. The fact that he's so confident in his craft that he he just won this fight and that he can just say whatever he wants with Joe Rogan is hilarious, man. He's just talking like, Oh yeah, I was gassed, man. I gotta start working on my cardio and all this shit. And uh, he said some funnier stuff. You guys, just look it up on Twitter. You'll find it on Twitter. Derek Lewis, uh, post-fight interview. And uh, he ended up ending it with, uh, yeah, I need to come on your podcast, Joe Rogan. Smoke some weed. (laughs) Ah, that shit was funny. Um, Second fight uh, was Pettis and um, Ferguson. Wow, what a bloodbath. That that stole the show, honestly. Um, I didn't really watch the full fight, but I was watching bits and pieces of it, and I could just tell that it was it was definitely the fight of the night. And those guys, they worked very, very, very hard, and great result, good, good for the fans. So I'm gonna transition to my take on McGregor and Khabib. So, <laughs> so I started uh, evaluating my opinion on this fight. I'm not really into MMA UFC that much. I'm not really a um, crazy analyzer or anything like that. Um, it's not a sport that I follow much, but I do follow the big pay-per-views like everybody else. Um, so I 
took this information from people that I've talked to um, within the last few weeks, months about this fight after it was announced. And um, a couple people that I talked to, they said that uh, Khabib was going to win. A couple people I talked to, uh, they're, they're like, McGregor's going to knock him out first round, two rounds, whatever. But um, particularly one conversation that stuck out to me with this guy at the gym, and he had told me that um, Khabib, along with being 26-0, and 0, grew up in Russia, and uh, his dad used to make him fight small bears. He used to fight small bears. When I heard that analyzation, I said, yep, this man is winning the fight. That's a fact. This guy has fought bears in Russia. He's winning this fight regardless of what happens. So we start the fight, and, and I'm looking, I'm analyzing their uh, behavior and demeanor to my best of my abilities. I'm not an expert, but... I could tell when somebody may be nervous or somebody's confident, you know, as we all should be able to as humans. And uh, I could just tell that McGregor's like, oh, shit. And Khabib is just kind of like, yeah, I'm ready to mess him up, you know. <laughs> Press conference, you know, it got a little personal. So watching this fight, man, first round, Khabib, he's got McGregor on the the uh, the mat the whole time and a submission there basically first round to me was a scratch it was really nothing it was just McGregor defending uh, Khabib's submission and then uh, second round is a little bit of the same from the first round but there's a couple shots landed here and there so after two rounds I believe that Khabib had landed like 60 shots and uh, McGregor landed like three something like really minuscule like that so you guys could uh, kind of see where this is going um, so Third round, they're kind of on the ground and everything, and I mean they're on the, they're on their feet and they're fighting, and um, you can just kind of tell that it was only uh the beginning of the end for McGregor, so he ends up getting submitted by Khabib, and all hell breaks loose, <laughs> literally. Um, Khabib jumps out of the cage. He attacks um somebody in McGregor's camp. I can't remember who he is, but he fights in the MMA UFC, I think, I believe. And um, all hell's breaking loose, obviously. And um, a couple dudes, there's a dude specifically um, in a red t-shirt that jumps into the octagon and he attacks Conor McGregor. He lands a couple shots on him. So basically, he kind of sneak attacked him, right? Sneak attack, all hell breaks loose. Which leads me to my next point. Um, after they defuse the situation, um, they obviously get McGregor out of the arena, and then Khabib is uh, escorted out. Fans are booing. Fans are throwing stuff, drinks and all that, popcorn, whatever, as he exits the tunnel. They didn't even hand him the title. But like I was saying, um, with all hell breaks loose and um, everything along the lines of that jumping, I, I believe that the UFC may be turning into the modern-day WWE. Uh, Dana White, I believe, is turning himself into Vince McMahon, the CEO of WWE, for those of you that don't know. Um, with all the plot twisting and the way that this fight ended, I, I feel like this is staged along the lines of something WWE. And I'm a huge WWE fan, by the way. Um, 
I just think that in order to bring in big bucks to the UFC, they're they're creating plots that um, may or may not be staged. So that's my quick hot take on that. I'm not really going to go into further details, but uh, we'll see what pans out with um, a maybe eventual suspension or title stripping of Khabib. And that's where I'll um, develop my final opinion. But after seeing this, um, I believe that this stuff was a little bit staged considering the beginning of the fight where... Uh, what was that, six to eight months ago where uh, McGregor jumped into Barclays Center and threw the dolly through the bus window and injured people. I know there's an argument where he wouldn't injure people if it was staged, like critically in hospital. But then again, these people are making money to put their lives on the line, you know. I'm not an expert. I'm just saying. It's a hot take. I think Dana White is slowly making the UFC like some WWE type stuff for to ge- generate more revenue. Okay, that's all. That's all, that's all I gotta say. Um, guys, like I said before, I have submitted my podcast to iTunes, so you can now find me on iTunes. So if you go to the podcast app on your Apple iPhone and you search my name, Devin After Dark. You will see all current episodes and future episodes coming every Tuesday at night. So if you guys could please do me a huge favor, it would mean so much to me. You just hit that subscribe button on the Apple podcast so you guys could stay up to date with the Devin After Dark podcast. I'm going to wrap this one up. I've talked enough off the dome, and I honestly... Do not have much to talk about right now because I want to start bringing guests onto this podcast. So um, I'm not going to announce who I may have next, but I'm going to say maybe for episode three, I may have some guests on here because solo can only take me so far. (laughs) But guys, I just want to say again before I sound this off, I want to say thank you all so much for the support of the Devin After Dark podcast. Please like these episodes on SoundCloud, repost them, um, follow me on SoundCloud, and like I said before, please subscribe on iTunes where you can now find me at Devin After Dark. There's more in store for all of you. Like I said, this is not only for me, this is for all of you, and I love all of you guys, so please give me some feedback, show some love. And let's create something new. Let's keep this energy going. I feel great about all of this. So guys, thank you. And I love you all. Peace. Hey! Uh-huh.